What's up, everybody? Welcome to Have to Cast Unscripted. My name is Brett Roberts, and I'm joined by Josh Tull. We are Have to Kintel. We are the Slick Boys, and this is our unscripted audio-only podcast. That's right. Josh, I ripped ass right before we started. Didn't smell what? it until I ripped ass. Didn't smell it until I was done the intro. You didn't smell it? Yeah. Until you're done the intro. Yeah. So it formed like a little, like a dirty bubble and then popped on you. Josh, it smells really bad. Not good. What is good is that, ladies and gentlemen, as you've probably heard already, Haptigan tells YouTube has hit 600 subscribers. That's right. What that means. So you can't hear you can't you, you're not plugged into the the noises that I'm doing. Right. But I want you But to I'm know, also doing noises. That's a problem. I, 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 no, 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 no. No, no, no. I I hope I hope you enjoy when you listen to this on playback. The oh, that's going to be so because bad. it was very funny and also very bad. And I apologize to everybody, but here we are. Nonetheless, uh, what were you saying? I couldn't hear. <laughs> I couldn't hear you over all the uh, noises. Uh, I was just saying, what does that mean? We hit 600 subscribers. That means we have a little audience that we're building. It yeah, 600 people clicked it. Everything on my computer just went away. Are you the Oh, no, we're good. I accidentally min- I accidentally minimized everything. Uh, I mean, 600 people clicked the subscribe button. That is awesome. And that's it. And now we give up. That's it. It's uh it's all ogre, as they say. They say something like that. Yeah. Well, we, we got a little bit of a uh a little bit of a show for everyone today. We don't know what we're gonna talk about, but we're gonna talk about it. So well, that's because it's unscripted. <clears throat> yeah. Do How we... are you? Um I'm alive. Yeah. That's it. I'm, you are. I'm alive. And you're yeah. alive. Yeah. And, so, uh, yeah, that's it. I wanted to talk to you about reality TV. Okay. I'm going to let you go ahead and start that uh, while I go get uh, a beverage. So, you can. I, you can hear I, me. I'm going to be able to hear you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. I'll be gone for literally about five seconds. So, okay. please introduce so, this. And I'll hear you. And then, uh, right. and then I'll come back and then I'll respond to it. Okay. Even though I won't be at my mic and nobody else will know that. Because this okay. is audio only, but okay, you understand? Yep. Okay. So one of my coworkers was recently on a reality TV show for the Lifetime Channel. I just hear Josh sprinting right now through my headphones. Um, yeah, one of my coworkers was uh, on a reality show for Lifetime. The show is called Five Guys a Week. Is this where some person has sex with five men every week? So, no, but you're close. Okay, good, good. So, five men move in with one woman and every day, for a week, and then for every day they spend together, they eliminate someone until it's just the one. Like they murder somebody? 
No, they eliminate as in like they're out of the competition and they go home. How did your friend get picked for this? So it's or actually a long story. It's a really long story, but basically he's from, damn, I'm going to butcher the country. He's from another country, a European country called like Kozolov or something like that. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> his dad is a famous musician of that country. And he came to America when he was nine years old as a refugee. Mm-hmm. And now he has a really big podcast. Does he? He does. He does why music have interviews. Not, why have we not cross pollinated this? I'm not really close, close, close friends with him. I just I'm familiar with him. And I because of my position at work, I work with a lot of the employees. So I worked with him. Um, I'm doing a write up on him right now as we speak for work. And part of that was he mentioned I'm on the show. So he said a lifetime heard of his podcast. He does modeling. He's in music videos. Um, Basically, his music podcast that he does got him a bunch of hookups in the music industry. So people would just be like, hey, you want to be on my music video? So he gets acting credits. Uh, he's he's just nice. He's sorry. just uh, he's he's getting big. So Lifetime hit him up. He didn't think it was real at first, but it turns out it was actually Lifetime and it was real. Yeah. And he went on the show and I actually watched it today at work. Uh, he did not win. He did not get picked, but he was the second place person. And quite frankly, I think he got screwed. And I think that that's the general consensus is that he was probably the the one that should have won, but she went with the bad guy. He was the good guy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But it was crazy because one of the other contestants was a TikTok influencer that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who he does Philly accents. Like he was like, "Yo, you guys want to go get some fucking hoagies, yo?" Like that. Mm-hmm. He's like viral for that shit. Mm-hmm. And he was on there, and I was like, "Damn, I recognize that guy." They never mentioned that he had a TikTok, but it's him, dude. That's pretty. Awesome. So, yeah. So, I wanted to ask: Do you know anyone that's ever been on a reality TV show or a game show? And if not, would you ever go on one? And what kind would you like oh. to go on? <laughs> the first question: No, I don't. At least that I'm aware of. The second question is: Yes, there's two of them specifically. And I have detailed plans as of how I will I would win both. Okay. First one, less important, although I feel like it would be fun, but probably is too much time investment for too little actual money winnings. And that is Big Brother. Mm. Big Brother. Our Not problem, what I was thinking of, actually. My, That's a good one. My problem is Big Brother is three months of your life if you're there for a while, and it's only like three quarters of a million dollars or like a quarter of a million dollars or something like that. Not enough. No thanks. Not, no, too long. But I think I would do fairly well on Big Brother. Um, Because you're a little cunt. uh, Precisely. Yeah. Uh, But that's the less important one. The the one that I really want to go on and that I think I would have a pretty good shot to win is Survivor. Mm. That is a lifelong dream of mine is to be on Survivor. Have you ever applied? I actually never have. I actually never have. Uh, I always want to, but I don't know. I should. I should just do it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Survivor is a, a big one. Um, it's The game is a little... Uh, is a little... Um, I'm just like... I have air coming out of every fucking orifice of my I, body. Yeah, I hear right? that. Um, that's what I get for eating bad food today. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Survivor. Uh, the game is shorter now than it ever has been. It's only 26 days. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you win, you get a million dollars. Um, and I've watched that show. I've literally watched every season of that show. Uh, most people that play that game are bad and fucking stupid. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'd be fun to literally basically play werewolf in real life with people. And, uh, as you know, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good at that game as we all are. Um, but let's just say I have, I have some, I have some pretty spectacular wins under my belt with that and resistance. And I think, right. I think my background in those games and then, uh, acting would also help me, uh, get pretty far. So you don't think that 28 days for a mill is still pretty, pretty steep. Um, no, I still think that's a lot of money or time investment. Cause I, yeah. Cause I feel like you could go on a game show and win a lot of money for in one day. You could, but survivor is different. You get to go to Fiji, you could spend time on an Island and the actual, doesn't the, it suck though? Yeah. But the, the drive for me wanting to go on survivor is actually just to play the game. Right. Like I just, I, I cause you're I, a cunt <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And that is one of the few games out there where it's it's hard, though, because like you have to like the whole thing with Survivor is outplay, outwit, outlast. Those are the three. Out suck. Yeah, those are three pillars. You have the the physical side of it where like you compete in challenges and like mini games and stuff like that, which look fun. You have the actual survival aspect of it where it's like, hey, don't get a cut and get an infection or fucking have like, you know, an eel swim up your dick or something like that. And then there's the actual social component of it, which kind of splits into two. One, you have to form genuine relationships with people, right? Which would probably just be fun to like go out there and meet like a bunch of random people from all over the place. And two, with those social relationships, you have to navigate basically fucking everybody over because you have to literally fuck everybody over to get to the end and win the game. But you have to do it in a way that people still like you after you fuck them over. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, Where, like you, you have to make people respect the fact that you fucked them over so that at the end they actually because the whole thing of it is right everybody gets voted out and the people that get voted out are the ones that actually end up voting on who the winner is of the contestants that are left you know what i mean so it's oh really so so they would have to be like damn you didn't you fucked me over but you were so slick that i'm gonna vote for you literally yeah so when people get voted out, they sit on the jury, and then the jury votes for the winner at the end of the game when there's, like, two or three people left. So it's like playing a game of, like, werewolf, getting to the end, or, like, I guess resistance might be more apt comparison. Getting to the end, and then <laughs> having everybody that you fucked over vote for you out of the people that are left to say that you're the best. And that's a very and interesting challenge. Are they actually voting for you based on whether or not you're the best, or are they... Could they have feelings or they're like, oh, no, you oh, fucked me over. So, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely could. But that's that's the balance of it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's right. that's the interesting part of the game is that you have to you have to basically play 3D chess while everyone else is playing fucking go fish. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And then at the end, when you tell them that you're playing 3D chess, they have to be like, oh, shit. You're slick, you know? Mm. That's interesting. I uh, I knew you were a big Survivor fan, but I didn't expect that to be your answer. Yeah, although the last couple of seasons have fucking sucked my cock, but besides the point. What about like Naked and Afraid? Yep, would you ever go on there? Absolutely not. No way. No. First of all, not really big about being out in the wilderness like that it, by myself. I don't Are know. Are you big that. on big on being naked or Absolute, afraid? Absolutely not. I if I'm in the wilderness, I'm covered up, bro. Like right. head to toe, like we're covered. I'm not getting a cut, a scrape, a scratch, nothing. Bite. Yeah. Nothing. If I'm out there with my fucking dingus 
hanging around and my fucking asshole open to the elements. Mm-hmm. No fucking way, brother. Uh-uh. There's too many things that can get into your body and go into orifices of your body that make me nervous that I ain't doing that. Dude, they even, um, they, like, they give you that bag to start. Like, that's the only thing they give you is, like, a bag. I've never watched and Naked and Afraid. You get, like, a bag and one item. Okay. And apparently, like, you can, like, turn that bag into anything you want, like a survival tool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can't make clothes, dude. I was going to say, could I put clothing in that bag? No. No, but like people have made like bikinis and shit and they've been like, nah, you can't do. Yeah, I ain't interested in that. No way. Yeah. Could I make clothes while I'm in the wilderness? Uh, could I get like leaves? Um, you know, make maybe. like a loincloth? Maybe, but I'm pretty sure like, I don't know. People have done that and gotten rashes and shit. Yeah, I ain't, I don't want to be in the fucking wilderness with my fucking, my bare butt back and balls exposed, dude. Right. I'm yeah. with you. I ain't doing it. I would love to go on Family Feud. Not, I don't even know if I necessarily want to go with my actual family. I just, I, I would like to. That game is fun, and Steve Harvey is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I would just like. I'd go on Family I would pur- Feud with you, dude. I would purposely say sexual answers just so Steve would do that thing he does every single time someone does a sexual <laughs> answer. Yeah. Where he's like, "What? Oh, what?" <laughs> Pauses the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Family Feud would be fun, dude. One versus one hundred would be awesome. All right. Yes. Right. Yeah. You remember when they had that on Xbox back in the day? Yeah, that was. They the need goat. to bring that shit back. That was the goat. What dude. are you doing? Uh, what's that other game called? That's like Bingo. It was like Wordle. It was like Plinko. I have no idea. All right, hold on. I have absolutely game that idea. was on TV like Wordle. Lingo. Remember Lingo? No. Lingo? Lingo was the shit, bro. No, I don't know. It was literally Wordle and like, but it was a game show. It was awesome, dude. I don't remember that. I don't remember that so, at all. Well, there you go. I'd go on lingo. Speaking of Wordle, um, today I played it hmm. for the first time, pretty much kind of ever. I mean, I did it a couple times, like when it really like took off, when it was whatever, you know, a couple weeks or months ago or whenever the fuck it was. Right. And I never played it. And today I really like. I just sat down and played it. I was like, hmm, okay. This is this is kind of like uh you know whatever they have it in the uh, the app now, the New York Times app. Oh fuck um, that. Um, so it's more convenient. Um, is why? it more convenient than just clicking Google and typing in Wordle? I don't fucking know, dude. <clears throat> it's an app. Um, which is leads me to my question: Is is Wordle fucking dead? What do you mean? Like do like I don't see anybody play it anymore. Or at least post updates. Yeah, it died. It, like it was cool, and then it died. I just think it's funny that it was a thing for years. Nobody knew about it. It took off. The New York Times bought it from that guy. He made a right. shit ton of money, and now nobody plays it. Right. That's funny. It was. It was a fad. Ling. It was literally lingo. Like I just, I just described lingo, which was the show basically of Wordle. Then the guy made the app. And then a million people made clones of Wordle that right. were other things. 
I would argue like the other versions of Wordle, like the ones that play music and or the movie. Um, oh, yeah, there's the movie cool. scene one. Yeah. Those are more popular than Wordle. Oh, hey, brother. I'm playing right now trying to guess it. Oh, I got it in one try today. Did you really one try? Yeah, I did. On the third try, and I only have three letters, and they're not in the right spot. You want me to tell you? No. Want me to give you another letter? No. Okay. Oh, I got C-H-I. Mm-hmm. You're more, more than halfway there. Yeah, you got it. Shh. No, you got it. Change the sh to a ch, and you got it. China. No. China. China. I have no idea. Chi. Chi, chi, chi. 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 Burger? Nope. Close, but no cigar, dude. Chib. Chib? No. Chicks. I have no idea. Uh, by the way, this is Wordle on August 29th for anybody who wants to play along at home. In this audio Chai... No. Chime. No. No. There's an E, though. C-H-I-E. No. What? No, it has to be E. Nope. I have C-H-I, and then it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. C-H-I. E. E. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. You got this in the first try? I did. Come on, brother. Bro. You got it, dude. Come on. I feel like an idiot. Actually, I'll show you again on the first try. Once you once once you're done, yours. There's no way you got this in the first try. Okay, I'll show you. Because I'm playing it in the app. I'll show you. Bro, what the fuck? I can't even get a word. Oh, it's Chief. <laughs> can't see what that you is. You can't see it, but you can see the Josh blocks. got it in one try. You can see the blocks. Took me six. That's it. Welcome to our audio-only podcast. We'll that really sucked, well. man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, world sucks. So. Yeah. Think, I just think it's funny. Anyway, um, I do have something else I want to ask you. What's that? You, you were talking about work earlier. I was. Um, corporate, you know, corporate America, which is where we're at, I suppose. Um, even though uh, we're number one in what? Nepal and uh, the United Arab Emirates, right? Something like that. Something like that. Um, I had a really abysmal conversation at work today. And I guess this is more so my own like opinion and belief. Right. But I think being in like a consumer in gaming, like puts this in perspective a lot to me, which I know is weird and not necessarily related to the work that I do, but we okay. had it. A lot of the stuff that we do has to do with like making sure our network of people that we work with on the back end is happy. Like, none of it is really public-facing stuff, but it's, like, public-facing in the sense that we have, like, an internal network of people that we work with. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. So one thing I was trying to explain to my boss is that I think, like, sentiment 
that people have towards you for doing stuff that isn't necessarily like relatable to what your business is is important like making people happy by doing stuff for them that has nothing to do with the thing that you're in business with them for so for example for us right. we talk about playstation a lot right we're both playstation fanboys sure and playstation used to do the piet like playstation experience right yes they didn't make any money off of that really like that was an expensive thing for to do but it led to positive sentiment with their fan base because it did something for the community. Right. Right. And I was trying to explain to my boss that things like that, you might not be able to like tap or like tack like a value onto them, but that they pay off dividends in ways that you, maybe you probably can't actually like quantify. 1000%. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with you. Yeah. And I was like the, I can't go into specifics necessarily, nor is that interesting. But I was like, we need to do this thing to make this community happy. And my boss was like, why would we invest money in that? That has nothing to do with anything. And I'm like, well, it does because people are asking for this. And I think it's a good idea to do something like community building, right. basically. But right. in, in like a, you know, not such a formal way. And right. I think that there is, it's, more important than people in corporate anywhere give it credit for in really high yeah. level positions. You're 100% right. And your boss doesn't sound like a very forward thinking or intelligent person. No offense. Let's just say they're fucking old. <laughs> yeah. My boss, my CEO of my company, again, without getting too much into you know what we are and what we do, they have structured the company in a way that we invest ridiculous amounts of money into things that bring nothing back monetarily for the company. Um, for example, my department in general, the marketing and communications department in our industry that we are in is larger than anyone else in our industry. Uh, matter of fact, usually in our industry, there is zero companies that have marketing and communication teams. My job is specifically internal communications mm -hmm. for a company of 400. Yeah. My company invests in me to manage the internal communications of 400 people, and I get paid a salary for that. That's yeah. unheard of. That's unheard of. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I love the culture. I love the the values that my company has. And and one of the things that I like to do when I'm spreading the word about my company, I, I did that conference in New York a couple months ago. Right. And one of the things that I talked about was investing in your employees because. Yeah. If you invest in your employees, they will invest in the work and they will provide a better product for you in the end. Right. So for you, it's a little different. You're describing like your partners, like investing in your partners so that, right. you know, you could build that relationship. But that's good because you're building that relationship with your partners. Your partners are, I'm assuming, what keeps you guys running and what keeps you going. 100% pretty much. That's the So basically, they're your employees. Right. In a way. I mean, minus, I mean, we have... Now we have, we have, which was a whole other thing, but now we have advertising revenue and licensing and like all these other things. But right. the contracts that we have with our partners are the things that, I mean, are, I would say probably 70% of where our actual operating budget comes from. Right. So you should explain that, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like an engaged partner, I guess. Or an active partner is an engaged partner. 
Mm-hmm. So if you get them active in what you're doing, they'll become more engaged with you and your product and they'll want to work with you more. Right. So if you put you put the effort into them, they're going to put effort into you basically and you guys. Right. And that's what your your boss is short-sighted and doesn't understand that that little bit of money that they can put forward it, and it could be a miss. You know, there's always that opportunity, that chance that it could be a miss, but your right. boss doesn't understand that there is that chance that 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 little thing that you could do for your partner could make you guys thousands of dollars right in the long run and also when we go to inevitably raise the price of their contract or whatever it is that they're engaged with us for it's going to be way easier for me to go to one of them and be like hey like we have to renegotiate these because these are our new prices or here's what we're offering in addition to it, but that's why we're increasing prices. Somebody that's happy with you already, that already feels taken care of is not going to feel like you're fucking them in the ass rather than if you're coming out of nowhere and being like, Oh, you know, your price to continue operating with us is, you know, increasing by 7% (laughs) and they're, you know what I mean? Right. More and more businesses are going out of business now than ever before. Right. Nobody wants to work anymore, literally. And it's becoming an issue. Right. Right. So, how can you stay ahead of the curve? You make yourself appealing. You make your business appealing. You make people want to work for you by offering incentives, by offering benefits. And if you can't offer benefits in terms of you know health insurance and dental insurance and stuff like that, or 401k, what can you offer? How about a workplace culture or, or something different? You know what I mean? Something that nobody else can offer them that only you and your business can. And that is what your boss needs to understand is eventually there aren't going to be any partners left. <laughs> So you yeah. need to you need to hook the good ones now and build that relationship because otherwise you're not going to last. Yeah. So and I'm my, not trying to shit on your employer, but I don't know, bro. Please don't. I I just I was curious as what you think, and I more specifically what I wanted to talk about is: Are there companies that you think need to do a better job of this in their actual with their cu- customer base? And my easy more. answer is PlayStation. Right. I feel, in the gaming world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I know this this isn't specifically a gaming podcast, but, you know, we are primarily a gaming focused channel. Right. Um, and I just I look at the the whole thing that really prompted this was which I don't really care about. It also doesn't impact us. And also, I mean, whatever, there's a thousand things I guess you could say for it. But PlayStation just increased the price of their console in a lot of markets. And like, to me, I saw that and I was like, damn, that sucks for people. But also I'm like, well, inflation isn't actually a thing. Like the price of your groceries are going up. The price of gas is going like all these things. Like why wouldn't the price of your electronics going up? You know what I mean? Right. That's where I set it on it. And then I was like, you know what? PlayStation kind of fucking sucks, dude. Because if they were better at creating a community and talking to their community and doing things for their community, I think the amount of negative press that they would have gotten is way less like i look back i was like i was thinking like what if sean Layden was still in charge dude playstation experience would still be going on they'd have way more funny and wacky shit going on still at playstation that created that kind of weird niche cultural community you know what i mean right it was the ps4 era right and i guarantee sean Layden would have come out and been like we understand that this sucks but here's why we're doing it x y blah 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 and z here's maybe you know something else that we're adding to the package or whatever it is but also you know hey we have playstation experience coming up like in december like we have all these other things for our community and i just that's that sentiment is gone because the people in charge of playstation now are fucking at whatever like zombies right and even i mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago even like their support 
teams have gotten worse, whereas they closed. And it was already bad. Yeah, they closed the Ask PlayStation Twitter account or some shit, um, laying off a bunch of people. So, like, yeah, it's just I I agree with you. I think that they could do a a better job of building that community. And they had one. I don't know what why they decided to just stop. But the PlayStation blog is like silent all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I think they decided to stop because they're like, why are we investing money in these things that are giving leading to zero profit and i would argue that they're not winning i was gonna say i would argue they're not leading to zero profit they're leading to a community that feels taken care of that are then maybe inherently more invested into your platform and your ecosystem that are therefore going to spend more money there like that might be something hard to quantify but you're not going to convince me that that's not the truth and i think you see that across the board i look at like places like apple right apple and iphone specifically are so ubiquitous with tech at this point that whatever but i would argue that the heart the soul anything of that brand that used to be there when jobs was is gone there's no innovation there anymore it's all iterative and i feel like Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with playstation and then i look at xbox and i'm like well they also have microsoft that are funding them so it's a little bit of a different thing like their pockets are way deeper than playstation and stuff but i look at xbox i'm like okay there's innovation going on there that's like a nice community like it's totally different than playstation at this point right i'm not saying they're perfect i'm just saying i look at xbox and honestly even steam and valve as a consumer and i'm like hmm that's a way cooler space to be right now as a gamer and a consumer than it is to be at PlayStation. Because you know what we have coming out from PlayStation? The Last of Us again, dude. You know what we have coming out from PlayStation? Another fucking pro controller, which Xbox did 20 years ago. Right. Like, what are we doing? They seem tone deaf sometimes, for sure. And I definitely agree with you that it doesn't feel cool to be a PlayStation gamer anymore. It just feels like that's where everyone is, so that's why everyone's there. Yeah, and I'm not saying, I mean, the games are there. I'm not saying I don't like PlayStation. I'm saying me from the outside, not outside, from the inside looking inside, I'm like, hmm, kind of looks like there's just like a bunch of, you know, shit smeared all over the place, and we're okay yeah, they're not it. fostering that community. They're, they're silent for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they released this stuff with the, uh, with, um, what you call it, the, um, the price increase for the PlayStation stuff through that blog post or whatever it was. And then they were silent. Jim Ryan's not right. out there doing interviews. Nobody's out there giving interviews. Nobody's talking about it. They're not explaining it. And maybe they don't have to. And maybe they're right. And maybe they see it. And they're like, well, we're still winning and we're still making whatever. We still, you know, are selling more, more consoles than we can even fucking make. Maybe they're like, man, whatever. I don't, it doesn't fucking matter to us. Right. And maybe they're right. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it definitely seems like Sony, PlayStation of America, like their American branch, doesn't have as much weight as it used to in the PS4 era. I feel like they were like kind of leading the charge. And yeah. and I think that's I why like, Jim Ryan is the CEO. Yeah. But yeah. they're not allowed to talk as much, I don't think, because you have to remember, Japanese companies are very different than American companies. Look at Nintendo, for example. Yeah. Uh, and I think that PlayStation right now resembles more of a Nintendo than it does an Xbox. Yeah. So. And, you know, whatever. That's fine. I just. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Sorry. What else, dude? I don't know. Can I tell you something? Sure. I got it over here. Nobody's in the... Oh, I have it over here. Hang on. 
Nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna be able to see this, obviously, since this is audio only. But I, I got, I got a bone to pick with you. Not really a bone. I have a question for you. That actually what? has nothing to do with you. So Halloween, I would argue, is my favorite holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know it might not be as big in other countries as it is in the United States, right? Am I wrong yeah. in that? Am I correct You're... in that? Um. Yeah, I would say that, especially because of different religions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Halloween's pretty big in the U.S. It's really kind of a nothing holiday, I guess. But we like horror movies. We enjoy Halloween time and the vibe. Yeah. Fall, my favorite season. Hoodie weather, as you and I always discuss. You know, one of my favorite times of year. Yep. So they started selling stuff for Halloween in stores. Who's they? The, the everyone. The you know the universal the corporate overlords. Hey, yeah, the the people that are trying to shill Halloween stuff to me that I'm gonna buy. So I walk into I think it was Big Lots the other day. I shop at Big Lots a lot. I like Big Lots. I enjoy Big Lots. It's a store. It's a kind of like a wholesale everything store that we have here on the east coast in the u.s i found good stuff at big lots always and really good prices too they don't always have everything but when they do have stuff it's usually way cheaper than the grocery store or like target or you know whatever so i walk in the other day and i see this on the shelf it's so loud boo oreos halloween oreos Okay. Okay. Now I haven't had Halloween Oreos in a long time. Okay. Aren't they just the same? But wait, sh hang on. Wait a minute. I'm getting there. So they are just regular Oreos, but they have little, you know, Halloween uh, designs on the cookie, and the cream is orange. Yeah. Okay. Now, as you said, and it even says it on the cover. Sorry, I'm giving people like ASMR with this. Uh, it says orange colored cream. Same taste, though. They say it on the package. Right. There's no different in taste. But my man, when I tell you when I bite into one of these, and it tastes better than a regular Oreo. You're insane. I'm telling you that it does. You're insane. I'm telling you that it does. It I don't tastes know. the same. No, it doesn't, dude. I don't know if it's just a Pavlovian response to the orange and black for Halloween. But it tastes way better than a regular Oreo to me. You're insane. I'm not. You're mad. When's the last time you had a Halloween Oreo, dude? I I don't know if I've ever had one. All right, well. I've had the Easter ones. No. Fuck Easter. Bro, it tastes the same. No. It tastes better, dude. Honestly, if you fuck with any Oreo except double stuff, you're a bitch. You're telling me that if you didn't have a fucking sleeve of Halloween Oreos in front of you, you wouldn't chow down. I actually don't like when they color things because. <sighs> All right, you're going to make me admit something. All right, now All I'm right. going to have a bone to pick with you. I think. The, the response that you're describing where it's not actually different, but it looks different. So you your brain thinks it tastes right. different. Of course, I have that. But in the opposite, where I think things that are flavored and different color, look, they taste like shit. So I, if I ate those, I wouldn't be interested in those because they're not regular Oreos. I'd be like, ew, I don't want that. Why? Because to me, they they don't. I don't know, dude. It's like the purple ketchup and shit that they did back in the day. Oh, like I, I remember just, that. 
I it's cool, and I would love to see stuff like that come back. I can't, dude. My stomach is my eyes, my brain, everything works together, and they're like, no. Oh, that's interesting. So I have the opposite. Uh, I think because I like Halloween so much, they inherently taste better to me, which is ridiculous because they don't taste any different. But my body and my brain and my tongue thinks it tastes better. So you're telling me that the Halloween spirit makes the Oreos taste better. <laughs> dude, the power of the Halloween spirit makes the Oreos taste better. The that's great right. pumpkins jizz in your fucking Oreos. That's right, dude. It's the great jizz, Charlie Brown. And guess what? Jack fucking jizzed in the middle of the Oreos and I'm fucking sucking them into my fucking mouth hole, dude. They look so unappetizing. Dude, they're so good. I don't your care. Color, maybe because you're colorblind. I don't care. I can fucking see that they're orange and black, bro. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Maybe a, there's some kind of weird thing in your brain that makes them look good, too. All right. You know what? Never mind. Because your eyes are broken. You know, you're fucking broken, dude. <laughs> oh, you're funny, dude. My favorite Oreos are double stuffed and red velvet. Red velvet Oreos are the shit, dude. Listen, dude, can't do it. The red makes them taste fucking abysmal. Can't no, no, no. They are meant to be that, though. And then also the mystery flavor was really good. It was um, Fruity Pebbles, dude. Ugh. I love Fruity Pebbles. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had Fruity Pebbles. Anyone that likes Cocoa Pebbles over Fruity Pebbles... Your mom's a hoe, dude. What if I told you I don't have a preference of either? What if I told you if you ate chocolate cereal as a kid, you're a little bitch? Even cookie, you, even cookie crisp? Cookie crisps are... No, they're good. That's good. I'm talking like if you ate okay. like Cocoa Puffs. No. All those like no. super chocolatey cereals. No. No. Speaking of... Dude, okay. So you ready? You want to fucking hear something wild? And to this day, I still have the same response. Reese's... Peanut butter cup cereal. Love them. Tastes like fucking dirt to me. That's weird. Dude, it tastes like fucking dirt. I shit you not. And did as a kid. Eat, did you eat like a dog piece of dog food and you thought it was. Dude, as a kid, my mom bought them a couple of times, right? Which was rare because I didn't really have cereal like that except for fucking cookie crisp. That was my thing. And also waffle, uh, waffle crisp. Remember Never that? had them. No. We'll get to that in a minute. But she bought Reese's Puffs one time. And I remember distinctly as a kid, I was like, this tastes like shit. And then she bought them several times. And I finally had to be like, Mom, can you not buy these anymore? They taste like dirt. She's like, no, they don't. Like, they do. Dude, a couple years ago, as an adult now, I was like, let me try them. I remember not liking them as a kid. Them tasting like dirt. Dude, I tried it. I was like, this does taste like fucking dirt. There's no way. Dude, I don't know if it's like a fucking... You know how some people have cilantro and it tastes like soap to them? Right. I wonder if there's not something in there that makes it taste like dirt to me. Some sort of genetic issue that makes it taste like dirt to me. I'm looking it up, dude. <laughs> Must up. include dirt. There's literally nothing. Oh, listen, man, I'm just telling you. That's interesting. I have a similar response with like seltzer water. To me, it tastes like so bitter. And that's a, I looked it up actually. Seltzer water can trigger two different responses. One is like it's, it's fine. And the other one is it's super bitter. I get the bitter taste and I don't like it at all. Mm. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never had a dirt tasting Reese's Puff cereal. Um, big fan of that. <laughs> big fan of Kicks. Oh. Kid tested, mother approved. My favorite tagline ever. Yeah. Um, I like Fruit Loops, especially the marshmallow ones. Apple Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Fruity Pebbles. They're probably the goat. Yeah. I also like Honeycombs. I was a big fan of the Honeycomb mascot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog on crack. Yep. Dude, all right, so... Favorite cereal as a kid. One, Cookie Crisp. Hands down. Throat-goated, number one. Fucking... You can't tell me otherwise. Now, when they change the recipe, whoever did that should be fucking taken out into a field, <sighs> shot, killed, eliminated, burned, cremated. Why? The entire factory needs to be blown up. Why did they when, do that? Dude, whoever's idea that was should be fucking gutted alive. They did it to every cereal. Honeycombs dude. it happened to. Yeah, they made it fucking, they took it from good, and then they made it shit. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Yo, when we I'm changed eating, the flavor. It's listen, shit. Listen, bro. You know what the fucking problem is with people getting sick and fucking obese and shit from all these sugary cereals? Guess what, pal? It ain't the fucking cereal. Stop fucking marketing to kids that way. When I eat a bowl of fucking cookie crisp, I know it's shit. I know it's a bowl of sugary shit. Guess right. what, bro? I'm fucking eating it. All right? Don't do change like, it. Do you like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Eh. I was a big Cinnamon Toast Crunch fan as a teenager. Do you ever have French Toast Crunch? No. That was fucking awesome. Siri, no. It tastes like syrup, dude. Mm. Well, speaking of syrup, Waffle Crisp. That was this other one. Never had it. Dude, so they discontinued it. Okay. They did that with French Toast Crunch, too. These must be similar products. Dude, They it was made by Post. They discontinued it, I think, when we were teenagers. But, my man, this cereal was the fucking... You want to talk about throat goats? This was the goaded throat goat, all right? That cereal tasted like fucking waffles with syrup on them, dude. Yeah. Dude, I can, I'm can. i fucking thinking about the flavor right now, and my mouth is fucking salivate, salivating. Still, I haven't probably had this. In 15 years. Right. Plus, I don't fucking remember. My man, that cereal fucking slapped. All right? Can we talk about our favorite prize that came with the cereal? Well, do you have one? I have one. I have one. Is it the lightsabers? Dude. The lightsaber Yoda spoon. Yep. Yep. Those were cool. Yep. Mine yep. is not that, but oh. I knew I knew that would be yours. In fact, I think my mom still has a couple of them. That's cool. I should see how really those cool. are worth. Those are cool. Those are, that was a really good idea on whoever yeah. made those. All right, I my think it was for favorite episode one. one of Star Wars. Yeah, they dude, they went hard as fuck with the marketing for episode <laughs> one. <laughs> they did. Um. All right, mine was when the Grinch came out. They had color changing spoons for the Grinch. Ooh. And I, I had this green Grinch spoon that turned purple, I think, when it hit the milk. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was the fucking goat. That sounds telling you good. right now. And it, it just it, it was it was basic, dude, but I loved it. What? All right, people. I just searched on eBay real quick. People have sealed versions of those spoons. Mm-hmm. The uh, lightsaber ones. Some are going for like forty dollars, dude. For one spoon. For one spoon. And what was yours? The Grinch. Yeah, Grinch color changing spoon. Grinch cereal spoon. They were basic, bro. You're gonna look at it and be like, "That's fucking stupid." 
But I'm telling you well, right no, now, it's the color changing aspect. I think that makes it. It uh, was so twenty five dollars. Twenty five, fifty, fifty four dollars. I don't have mine anymore. But you're saying I could buy one for fifty dollars? Fifty four ninety five. They have they have bowls, bro. Bowls. They have bowls. You can buy them for like thirty dollars. I think that with do they have bowl spoon combos. Damn, these bowls look like they were popular, bro. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas Cereal Bowl. Hmm. I've never seen that. Let's 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 adjust this here. The Grinch uh color changing cereal spoon. Yep. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Four dollars. Twenty-five dollars. Ten dollars. Twenty dollars. Sealed at about twenty. Out of the package. Ten to twenty. So there you go. Mm. there you have it yeah i don't know that i sucked that spoon off literally i would just keep it in my yeah. mouth and just fucking <laughs> all over it dude yeah dude that's fucking awesome yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah damn i love being a kid dude dude being a kid was fun being saturday morning awesome. cartoons being a kid was fucking awesome dude I wish I could go back. Being an adult is fucking abysmal. I'm going to die every day of my existence. Being a kid, it's like awesome. It's different, dude. There's like some things that are like awesome about being an adult. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, being an adult's pretty sweet. There's parts of it that are awesome. Like, we can go wherever we want and do whatever we want, and we have money to actually buy things yeah. that we want. Mm -hmm. But when you're a kid, you can't do any of that. Right. But being a kid was cool because you didn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, but when you're a kid, you don't have to do anything. I know, but... I, I wish that we could take the joy and the lack of responsibility of being a child and mix it with the joy and the freedom of being an adult. We should make a cult, and that's and our motto. You, and you know how you do that? You become extremely wealthy. Right. That's the dream. <laughs> you become extremely wealthy. You don't have to do shit. And then you don't have to fucking do shit. And you have everybody else do stuff for you like a kid, but you can also do whatever the fuck you want and buy whatever you want because you're wealthy. That's it. We just got to become wealthy. Damn, you're right. All we got to do is become rich. Damn, bro. That's almost like money. The cure to everything is money. Hey, HBot, I want you to make a note, please. Uh, when we finally become rich, I want you to save this note, save this audio recording, and um, so we can reference it for later. Hmm. I'm willing it into existence. Okay, you're willing into existence. I would love to win the lottery, dude. I just want money, dude. Hell yeah, brother. That's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. I think if Haptic Intel ever took off, dude, and like really took off, how long would we go making a certain amount of money before we would just stop? Dude, I don't even know if... Here's the thing, like, I would be happy enough to just do this for a living. Yeah. Like, even if I, <clears throat> I'm not saying, like, I become, like, PewDiePie, Markiplier rich. I'm saying, like, even if I just made enough money where I could do this to make money for my living mm -hmm. and be well off, I would be happy like a kid, you know? What if? Damn, bro. You have to fucking get a lot of views and engagement to fucking make money on YouTube. Yeah, that shit don't mean shit, dude. 
Yeah, it's, I guess it's all the partnerships and stuff. That's the small, yeah, that's the small beans and potatoes, dude. Yeah. But if we, uh, you know. <clears throat> Whatever, I don't care anymore. I don't want to do this thought experiment anymore. I just, no, 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 no thought experiment needed. I just, I'm saying, like, you're saying, like, if we were rich, we, we, it would be like, you know, no worries like a kid. To me, I wouldn't even need that. I would just need to be able to live off of this and I'd be happy. I hear what you're saying. You know, how I don't much? even need to be rich. How much per year? I would just need to make the amount I'm making right now at work or more. And I'd be happy. I agree. So if we made if we made collectively then like what, like one hundred and twenty to one hundred thirty thousand dollars a year that we could split. Yeah, that good. sounds about right. Yeah, right. Because right, think about how much how much time we'd have to to invest back. Well, into I was gonna the, say we would inherently just take that time instead of doing work work, we would work on this. Right. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, that means everybody needs to fucking subscribe and share it with your friends and give us money. <clears throat> Let's build this community up. You know, what's one way to do that. Supporting us by going to w.gg and using code SLICK at checkout. You could save 10%. That's right. What is W, right? Well, w was formulated to give you... <laughs> I don't know the full ad read off the top of my head. Um, I can do it. Go ahead. So, w... Uh, w was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented Neurofactor. Neurofactor. No calories, no sugar, no artificial colors, no fillers, none of that bad shit. Your current energy drink may cost anywhere from 2 to $3 per can, Brett. Yep. With W, you can do it for just a dollar a drink. Which a buck. I, which I did before it. Here's my empty bottle to prove it to everybody that can fucking see it on this audio-only podcast. So, Brett, if you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on W at checkout. That's right. Save 10% today on your W.GG order by using code SLICK. That's 10% off of your order that goes right into our pockets. Yes. And but then we take it out of our pockets, and then we um, uh, we go buy prostitutes. We would do nothing of the sort. We would invest it back into the channel, Josh. That's right. W.GG. Use code SLICK at checkout to save 10%. We also have our merch store. Let's just make this a full little ad segment. If you, if you go, Brett, to hapticintel.com slash merch, or you just go to hapticintel.com, or you just go to hapticintel.com, and then you'll find a merch. We have shirts, hats, stickers, hats, more stickers, posters, some more hats, some more shirts, and some more stickers, and some hoodies. We got good shit up there. So, go check it out. Havedekintel.com slash merch. Use code SLICK for nothing, because there's no code right now. Everything is at the bottom of the barrel prices. Low, 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 low. We really don't even make anything off the merch. We just want you guys to wear it. That's it. We, we literally see, don't. We want to see people in Nepal wearing our merch. Okay. The only time we make money on the merch is if I'm as a joke, make the price something with a 69 in it just to have it say 69. Yeah. And that's the only time I would make any money off the shirt. So that's right. So basically nothing. We just want you to wear it. So anybody in Nepal or the United Arab Emirates specifically, where we're number one in the world there, go buy it. Forever and always. 
go buy our merch. And uh, yeah, consider subscribing to us on YouTube and sucking us off. That's right. That's it. Add over. How much time we have left? 10 minutes. Oh, that's it. Yep. This one went by quick. Why don't we give an update on James White? Oh, God. What a fucking human being he is, my man. So I don't remember quite where we were last time we were talking about James White, but James right White now. Chronicles? He, well, we were is... talking about him getting donations um, for people to so that he could buy games on Steam. Right. I know that he he quit his job or is quitting his job. Mm-hmm. He was he spent the weekend at a hotel with a coworker, and his coworker smoked in the hotel room the whole time. He was very unhappy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he's having a child now. Yeah. Let me go on his Twitter real quick and get some updates. I'm there. People are. Oh, is he streaming? He does stream. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing some Twitch streams. People are donating money to him. He's getting money. money. So his his last two tweets, Josh, were I'm in the toilet and I'm going to take a dot, 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 dot. And then after that, he said, I'm a hygiene guy. I'm washing my hands with soap after dot, dot, dot. You know, smiley face. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot of his tweets are just donations, which I mean, I guess good for him, but. I mean, if you even go back, you can see like, so 57 minutes ago, check out my breakfast noodles. Very yummy, very delicious. I like it. Also, today is the second day that I don't buy a game from Steam. And not only like 10 minutes later, I'm in the toilet and I'm going to take a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, like, we're literally seeing his digestive system work in real time. I mean, he's eating noodles, getting donations, taking shits and buying games. <laughs> That's also, a fucking life, dude. Apparently, he's also Brock Lesnar. He tweeted I just, that. I'm Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Dude, he's so good. I feel like, so I truly believe, I think I do, I think I truly believe that he is so meta that he has ascended past himself as a personality and has become the meta-aware version of himself. So you think he's a troll? I think he's a troll. No I way. do, and I think he's capitalizing on the fact no that people way. don't think that he is. He's fucking there's he has disabilities or something. <laughs> My God. Or he's just a product of I, I don't know. He just dude. I'm firmly in the camp that he has just completely ascended. Dude, he's not well. Well. I just shit my pants. He's not well. No, I think I actually did. I think I got some poop in there. Oh, my God. Oh, no, we're good. Um, I think he's ascended, dude. I think he knows. The world may never know. I think he knows. I love I mean, the way so, that he eats too, dude. It's funny. I know. Someone donated a dollar eighty-five, and he said, "Thanks so much, my friend. I'm following you and your friend on Instagram. Please don't buy me game. I have enough games. Thanks." And someone said, "What game do you want to buy next, James?" He said, "Maybe, maybe buy PS5. Just kidding." He, uh, on August 28th, this is a, that's yesterday from the time we're recording this. This is an awesome tweet, dude. He said, I will not go to work tomorrow and I won't explain why. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I saw that. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I saw that one. That one's awesome. He's going to become the, uh, the face of what's that movement called? No more, no more work or something. Oh, anti-work or whatever. Anti-work, dude. 
I may fail, but I will never give up. Today is the first day that I won't buy a game from Steam. Haters don't allow to comment here. <laughs> He's awesome, dude. He is quite honestly a very interesting fucking Twitter follow. He, is. he really is. So everybody go follow him on Twitter, dude. At James Cage, C-A-G-E, White, dude. James Cage, White. All right, I'm going to... One last one for the road. Mm -hmm. Everything is fate. People donate to me is fate. I bought video games is also fate. Or is also safe. <laughs> no <laughs> one can change that. That's right. Amen. Amen. We need to make him the the... So we have the cult of slick, right? That's what we call our yes fan base. Yes, I think we need to make him the deity of the cult. Whoa, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I think he needs to be the deity of the cult, dude. And our slogan needs to be, "It is fate." Not no no not it's fate because he's more of a no conjunction kind of guy. Right. So it it is fate all lowercase. Semicolon at the end for the for the punctuation. It's fate. It is fate. Semicolon, because it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Semicolons are supposed to represent connected thoughts, but there's no other thought connected to it. You know what I mean? Even tangentially, right. and it's just open ended because the whole point of the cult of slick is that your fate is open ended, and it can be whatever you want to be. What about that? It just blew my mind. You like that? That was a little. That was a little nuts, dude. Dude, that was that was that was pretty good. You just went sicko mode, dude. I did. Sometimes my mind is fucking an enigma, dude. It is fate. It is fate. It is fate. All right, two minutes, Brett. Final thought. Final thought. Uh, thank you, for everyone, for subscribing to us on YouTube. That's our main platform, and we really appreciate all the love and support that we've been getting these last couple of months. Um, it's been a little bit of a grind, but YouTube has started to get us in the algorithm, and that's awesome. And um, You know what you could do even more than subscribe? What's actually even more important? What? Commenting. Yeah. Join the discussion. I don't care if you go and get in the comments and just say, fuck you guys. Guess what? That's the best thing about trolls on YouTube, Brett, is that they don't know that they're actually helping you. Right. And that is fucking awesome, dude. That is fucking awesome, dude. It is fate. It is fate. It is safe. Very good. That's going to do it. That'll do it. So, yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, you share it with your friends, you follow us on all of your favorite audio platforms. Uh, you open up your mouse and you fucking go all the way down on the, uh, you know, dot, dot, dot. Um, <laughs> it is fate. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitch, uh, audio platforms. I said that. Uh, suck us off. Like it. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. Tell your mom and dad and grandma about it. Go into your grandma's house, open the door, walk in, say, hey, grandma. Uh, and then I want you to pull up um, a video on our YouTube channel called Put Your PS4 in Rest Mode and show her that. And you, <laughs> <laughs> and you tell her, you uh, you tell us what, what she thinks. Uh, and then you say, thanks, grandma. And then you, you walk out and then you don't see her again until next Christmas because you're a fucking garbage uh, grandchild and you fucking... You don't fucking take care of your grandparents. Okay.
That was really deep. Anything else, Brett? That'll do it. Yeah.